0: You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab Grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax, let's chat. So, I'm kind of loving that we're not in the teens and we're not in the 20s. This is episode 34, and I'm still really proud of myself for getting a podcast episode out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm actually surprised I haven't completely failed at that yet, but I am trying very hard. I'm trying to stay very organized. Anyways, I'll get to the topic. Today, we are talking about simplifying birthdays and holidays, and this is fitting at the perfect time because my twins are turning one, I believe this week, well, by the time this airs, it'll be this week, and my oldest daughter is turning three. I just have learned a lot. I have not been a mother for that long, but something I really learned by making a lot of mistakes in my own is that birthdays and holidays do not need to be stressful and they do not need to be a big to-do. You can save money, save time, and exude happiness by simplifying your birthdays and your holidays. And again, I have to preface, I have very young kids. My oldest is five. So we never went from like these super elaborate birthdays to having really simple birthdays where they knew. Don't get me wrong. My son's first birthday was elaborate. It was puppy dog themed. There was a space where people could adopt a puppy and they got to like make a little cardboard crate for the puppy dog and put stickers on the crate. And like, he was one. He couldn't do any of this. I made an elaborate dog house out of cardboard so that kids could take pictures and do like a little photo shoot in it. I mean, I am, there were probably like 30 adults there. That's not including their kids. It was just elaborate. And you know what? I was stressed out the whole time. And to my defense, my husband was deployed for his first birthday. So this is our first kid, his first birthday, my husband's gone. And I think I was trying to compensate for the guilt I was feeling that his daddy wasn't there. Which is funny because he doesn't even know his daddy wasn't there. (laughs) I just made such a big to-do about it because I had all this mom guilt. And I saw all these other moms having these awesome super parties. Like I wanted to do this. It wasn't like I was trying to keep up with the Joneses with a conscious decision, I was just doing it because that's what everybody else does. And I felt like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to celebrate my kid's birthday. But in the end, I was so stressed. I was so stressed. I mean, I had themed foods and snacks and all that, and it was just... In the end, it just wasn't worth it. So then his second birthday comes around and we've just moved to New York. So we know nobody. And I felt really bad because we weren't doing anything for his birthday. And I felt really bad because his daddy was here and for the first time, and we weren't doing anything for his birthday. My mom and sister and my now brother-in-law were in town. We ended up just doing something fun. We went on the Polar Express and we had cake. But I still think I spent $45 because I asked him what kind of cake he wanted. And he wanted a choo-choo train cake. And so I paid for this elaborate cake, $45 for a cake that five of us ate, you know? So then his third birthday comes, daddy's deployed again, and I decided to skip town and cancel his birthday party. In retrospect, it was like the best lesson ever learned. (laughs) But you can listen to the episode number three about the hot mess that was my trip to my parents' house and why we had to cancel the birthday party and everything. So I canceled this birthday party. I eat the $25 deposit or whatever it was because it was going to be at a gymnastics gym. And I ended up not being near my son at all on his birthday because I was in the ER with my nine-month-old in a blizzard and all these things. It was awful. But I came home with a cake to my parents' house, and it was a Christmas tree cake. My son doesn't remember the first birthday that I slaved over. He doesn't remember the second birthday with the choo-choo train cake or the Polar express, the first memory of a birthday he remembers, was his awesome Christmas tree cake. So my takeaway from all of it was I don't have to be a Pinterest worthy mom in order to give my kids really memorable, really good holidays and birthdays. I've read somewhere that, and I'll try to find like the exact statistic, but that birthdays in America, kids' birthdays in America are averaging about $500 per kid, which when you think about that, you're like, wow, that's outrageous. But that's really really easy to do. My son's last birthday, I didn't want to make a big effort and like make all the cakes for the 30 children out of four families that were coming over just to have cake. And that was being pretty low key that I just ordered it at Walmart. Well, I ended up getting the cake. And when I went to check out, they're like, it's $58 for a cake, you know, and... Right then I was like, well, I'm not doing this anymore. We'll just do box cake from here on out. But so a cake, $60 to $100 more if you're doing some fancy schmancy bakery unicorn cake, you know. And then even if you're just trying to book a venue, like reserve a picnic space at a local park, like sometimes that's $50 or a party package at a gymnastics gym or a trampoline park that's $300 plus. Add into that if you get your kid a birthday shirt or balloons, streamers, coordinating cups and plates, like you're pushing $500 right then. And to me, the stress of spending that much money or not realizing you're, you're spending that much money. I mean, we budget for Christmas, $1,000 for everybody in our family, our close family, extended family, everything. So to think that in one year on four birthdays for just our kids, we could spend $2,000 if we're at the national average, that's just crazy to me. And so I realized I didn't have to be Pinterest worthy. And I didn't have to spend a lot of money on my kids because money does not equal time and money does not equal love. I also realized I want my kids to remember who was there and the experience of the day, like swinging really big on the swing because Mr. Tom was pushing them really high or whatever, instead of a mom that was stressed out for weeks and weeks prior running around and trying to craft all the things so that the pictures looked good. You know, I want the memories to feel good. I don't Made the pictures to look good. And another point is they won't remember the gifts. I don't remember what I got for my fifth birthday. I can't tell you what I got for almost anything except for I think my KitchenAid mixer. I know when I got that. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Kids don't realize that you got them some awesome puzzle they've been asking to get for two years on their seventh birthday. They don't remember that it's it's just pulling into that materialism of this world that in order for us to show love to our children we need to give them things and we don't they need our time and our attention and when you're planning these big elaborate holidays and parties then kind of all the attention is taken off making that memory another really practical one is cakes for parties normally are just as good If you make it from a box or if you pay 100 plus dollars for the cake and it's all going to the same place anyways, everybody's just going to eat it. So I think we're just going to box cake it up from here. (laughs) And finally, the kids are going to grow up and when they have their kids, they're going to have conversations with their spouses about the traditions you had and the memories you made, not about the gifts or the decor or the snacks or the theme of the party, You know, when it comes to Easter, kids are going to love that every Easter morning, mom and dad made it a scavenger hunt to find the basket. They don't really care what's inside the basket. They're thrilled to get anything. They care about the time and the love and the effort that you're giving for them. It's the same with Valentine's Day. Every holiday doesn't have to be this big to-do like Pinterest and the world tells you it needs to. You know, since we were younger, it was like in public school, we would bring like the little paper valentines with like maybe a lollipop attached and you'd hand them all out to your kids in your class. You know, and everybody brought a brown paper bag and you brought all your valentines home in that. Well, now it's like, you have to celebrate the hundredth day of school, Dr. Seuss day, teacher appreciation day, like the Christmas holiday, Valentine's day, every single date on the calendar. And there's, there's parents that are bringing like personalized coffee cups for the teachers. And my mother-in-law's a kindergarten teacher and she gets so much stuff, candles and bath salts and all these things. And it's it's a really nice thing to think of them, but it's also just like we're hyping up these holidays when they're just, it's about less than that. And in the best way, I've got some practical tips on ways that I've started to simplify specifically birthday parties, really because the, the twins and Evie's birthday is coming up, but also holidays, not making it a huge thing. That's going to break everybody down because mom's so stressed out. So my first tip is have your parties between mealtimes. <laughs> And this is like a cheapo tip, but it totally works. And all my friends are doing it too because we all have so many kids that if we invite two other families over, that's 20 people. <laughs> And I'd have to feed 20 people, and that's a lot of pizza or whatever. So we just have our birthday parties in between meals. So like 2, 2 2.30, and it's great because you literally just get a big thing of ice cream, make some brownies, and call it a day. Sometimes you can bring some chips or whatever, maybe some juice boxes. But other than that, you know, nobody does anything really extraordinary because the kids are just running around enjoying each other anyways. And then the parents get to sit and talk and the person hosting the party doesn't have to worry about all this cleanup and prep and all these things. Another tip is head to the dollar store for your plates and cups and all that, or do like we do. We buy everything in bulk from Sam's Club in either like plain white or clear disposable. And that way we use it for every birthday holiday, or anytime we have anybody over other than just our six people in our family. Because if I'm hosting Thanksgiving dinner, and I love having people over for dinner, but the last thing I want to do when I'm enjoying company, and this goes for holidays and birthday parties too, is have to be slaving over in the kitchen after everybody leaves. So... Other than my pots and pans to make it, I really just want to be able to toss everything. And so we just get those things in bulk and then we have them on hand for everything. We don't need the Paw Patrol plates and whatever for all the birthdays. Another thing is ask for no gifts. Or if it's holidays like Easter, Valentine's, just make it a no gift event. You know, it could be for Easter, the kids get a book and a little thing of candy and maybe some crayons or something. It doesn't doesn't have to be a huge to-do. And the more of a to-do you make it, for the longer amount of time, the more the kids are going to expect that. So if you've got young kids like me, just start off with like reeling it back, you know, going to the dollar store and spending $2 on everybody, putting a jelly bean in every Easter egg that they're going to Easter egg hunt and just calling it a day. The kids are going to be so excited to just be doing the Easter egg hunt. They really don't care about the candy inside of it. So put things like erasers or bouncy balls from the dollar store inside there. And then, you don't. Have to worry about filling every single Easter egg with an entire bag of Skittles or filling their entire Easter basket with tons of fun toys. And it's not about that, you know, especially the the religious holidays. It's not about that. It's supposed to be about Jesus and it's supposed to be about family and the memories you're making. It's not about the candy and the gifts. So we don't ask for gifts for birthday parties. And a lot of it is practical because like I said, all of our friends have a lot of kids. If I asked everybody to bring my kid a gift for his birthday, and then I asked them for all of my other kids, all those families would have to be spending four times a year on just my my family for a gift. And then five times a year for my friend's family, and then four times a year for my other friend's family. So that's already people buying gifts. Like you start adding these families up. It's like once a month, we're asking people to buy our kids gifts. And if you know me, I I would rather them not spend their hard-earned cash on my kids when my kids have enough. They have plenty and they're blessed and they have enough and just let the kids play and enjoy each other's lives. Another thing is an invite. It just invite people via text. <laughs> you know, and then a few days before just, send a reminder text and call it a day. With my son's first birthday, I like digitally designed all these invites and it was just such a big mess because I was spending so much time and effort on it. And like people just throw those things away anyway. So it's money I wasted. So just no gifts, stress it, and then invite people via text. A practical tip I've got too is before people come over, I really don't clean. I tidy up and maybe clean the toilets if they're gross, but I put up all the toys I don't want kids getting into. So like the big bucket of Legos because that would be a disaster to clean up later or the big bucket of Lincoln Logs because that would be a disaster to clean up. So I don't, (laughs) I don't put those on the kids levels because I don't want those things being thrown out everywhere. I can pick up Mr. Potato Head pieces in two seconds, but I can't break my back cleaning up every little tiny toy that we have in the house, which is a lot. So I keep those up so nobody can get to them. And then my last one is if you are gonna get your kid a gift, specifically for birthdays, I feel like give them an experience not a gift. So they can experience a one-on-one time event with mom and dad, or take that $500 you were going to spend on a birthday and maybe spend 200 and go three hours away, spend a night in a hotel that has a pool and go to a museum the next day and come home. You know, those are going to be the memories that when your kids grow up, they're going to say, Oh, I remember on my birthday, we we rarely ever had birthday parties, but we would always go as a family to spend the night somewhere with a hotel that has a pool. And then we would go to a museum. Like What a fun memory that would be to give your kids to grow up that instead of a chaotic party with all these people in your house that stresses mom out and all the cleaning, the birthdays were spent with the birthday kid getting to pick what museum they wanted to go to and a fun night at a hotel and just having a good time like that. So, I'm really just going to challenge you to try to think of ways that you can simplify these events just for your own sanity because you're going to be a happier, better mom and better person. If you can make it less of a to-do, for my husband and I, we don't even get each other gifts for most holidays just because if we really want something or we really need something, we get it. You know, we talk to each other and we get it when we need it. And then everything else is just fluff. We, We want the time and the memory with each other. And I think being a military family makes us really value that because... There are times and holidays where he is gone and those are really hard. You know, it's not, um, not something people get too candid about because when you're going through a deployment, you try to just ignore the fact that those holidays are there because then it's even more of a reminder that dad's not home. It makes me realize that when those dates do come, And he is there that I want to be fully present in those events and soaking in the joy of the birthday and celebrating the gift of that kid's life, then making everything look good for a Facebook picture. So, hope this gave you some thoughts to get your wheels turning about how you can simplify these things a little bit more and just have fun and enjoy these events with your kids. If you have any ways you've simplified birthdays, or holidays, specifically Easter's coming up. If you're listening to this later than that, then any other holidays, 4th of July, whatever, then let me know how you've simplified birthday parties and holidays and events. That way, It's less stress on you and you can actually enjoy that time. I'd love to hear about it. You can always find me on Instagram at holyhotmessmom and direct message me or tag me in something. And I'd love to hear your suggestions or ways that you've simplified. And then also you can always email me at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. And then if you've got a free second, I would love it if you headed over to the podcast app in your phone and clicked the little subscribe button And then gave us a real great rating and review so that other people can find this podcast if it's something that they might need to hear. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to HolyHotMessMom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at HolyHotMessMom, as well as in our exclusive Mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S. So we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.